0: Hello to creation. Y'all looked at Philippians 2, 14 through 30. Big chunk. I want to proclaim some good news here. Paul says, look, we can do all things. All things can be done without grumbling or complaining. Now, I find myself grumbling and complaining quite a bit these days. I feel the stirrings of grumbling and complaining start deep in my soul, in my gut, and rise up, and rise up through my throat, out my mouth as I complain. I do not want to wear a mask anymore. Look what it does to my ears, you know? I don't uh, want to wear a mask anymore. I am tired of it, and I'm complaining about it. I don't want to have many more conversations about uh, if, if systemic racism exists and if we should stand against it. I find myself complaining about that. I find myself complaining about social distancing and some of the ambiguity around the laws and uh, the scientific research and what's happening. I find myself complaining about this. I'm tired of it, right? Paul says, we can do all things without grumbling, or complaining. And then he says, but then he says life kind of stinks, right? He is being poured out as a drink offering. That's a vivid picture, like a a glass full of of wine being poured out, just emptied. He's being emptied for the sake of God. He is suffering, but he can rejoice. And then he gives Timothy and Epaphroditus as examples of, of a life surrendered to Jesus, and, and not looking after our own interests, but a suffering, and Epaphroditus almost died for the sake and the purposes of the good news of Jesus. He says we can do all things without grumbling or complaining, and how do we, how, how, how do we do this? How do we tap into this good news? How do we participate with it? I think the key is just what we even talked about last week, Uh, Remember the central uh, theme of Philippians, the way that we interpret and view the rest of Philippians and the rest of our lives in our current cultural moment is through the lens of Jesus, this epic hymn, the self-emptying love of Jesus that he did not count equality with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking on the form of a servant, even to the point of death, death on a cross. But then he was raised from the dead, given the name that is above all names, ascended to the throne as the rightful heir, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he is, here's the good news, Jesus is currently and actively at work in the world, redeeming, restoring, and renewing all things. And so how do we move through life Without grumbling or complaining, it is in light of the past, present, and future work of Jesus Christ. Remember last week, with fear and trembling, with awe and wonder, work out your own salvation. Participate in the salvation. For it is God who is at work, both to will and to act according to his good purpose. Therefore, do all things without grumbling or complaining. See, the good news is that God is at work, willing and acting according to His good purpose. And what is God's good purpose? Can we review? Right? It is to make all wrong things right. It is to renew, restore, and reconcile the world and all relationships to Himself and to each other. It is to bring about new creation, cosmic redemption and healing. God is at work to will and to act according to His good purpose. And so, like we said last week, we can do all things without grumbling or complaining because we have the long view in mind. We recognize that our current situation is an opportunity to participate in the cosmic purposes of God, and in the very redemptive and healing work of the people in our lives. Whether that's our children, our co-workers, whether it's in the systems and structures of our neighborhood, we recognize that we show up to a meeting already in progress between God and the people we know and love. We show up to a work already in motion that God is working and acting according to his good purpose. And so when it gets hard, when we meet with resistance, when we are confused and don't understand, or we are dealing with people that are resistant and pain causing us pain, we have the long view in mind. We recognize, look, something bigger then me is at work and I am caught up in the redemptive story of God. And I have been invited to participate with awe and wonder in the salvific work of God. And so I can pour myself out as a drink offering with great joy, knowing that God is at work. Now, this isn't to say that we can't lament and grieve at the condition of the world. All right. This isn't Paul isn't advocating for kind of a naive optimism, a Pollyanna kind of just put on K love and 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 just ignore your problems and and sing positive, encouraging songs. Right? We can acknowledge the reality and pain in the world, and we can lament that, but we move forward in hope. We are like. We're like kids on a long road trip to Disneyland or to the beach where there might be a flat tire, there might be roadblocks, but we are so excited about where this journey is taking us and what is happening that we can face these obstacles and these challenges and these setbacks uh, without grumbling or complaining because we realize that this is part of a bigger story. And so, Today, uh, this week, I'm just, uh, as I'm interacting with people and as I'm meeting up with frustrations, um, I'm recognizing that, you know what, I don't have to grumble or complain because actually I am participating in something much greater than myself. And God is inviting me to be a part of his work. So let's move forward in joy, and every time you notice that complaint, complaining, discontentment, allow it to be a call into the greater purposes of God and how you can join in with him. Love you. Peace be with you.